0: Welcome to Mind Your Mind. Mind Your Mind podcast is for busy people like you who want to enjoy life and free up their time and emotional space by learning valuable tools for self-care and mindfulness. Our weekly topics are filled with compelling discussions and practical solutions to increase your productivity and healthy living. I'm your host, Joseph Tropper, and I'm honored to have you here with me today. Hello and welcome to episode 50, how to save yourself from projection that destroys lives. In the last episode, we talked about uh, six unhelpful thinking patterns, and I wanted to dedicate some time to talk about projection. It's a little bit of a controversial one, um, but I think if you hear me out, you might see uh, how dangerous it is, um, and how existent it is, and uh, some really good tips to get yourself out of it so that projection doesn't ruin your life. Now, what is projection? So basically, it's a Freudian concept which. I know some people might already discredit it just by hearing that it sources Freud. But it's a human ego defense mechanism where our brain is wired to defend itself against unconscious impulses or qualities, and this is both positive and negative, by denying their existence and attributing them to other people. So it's a glorified way of saying blame. But it's more important than blame. It's actually blame that we blame others for, despite the problem really being ourselves. So, for example, let's say you have a project that's due and your boss calls you in and says, you know, hey, the project was due yesterday. You didn't deliver it. What's going on? So you start blaming all your coworkers. They didn't do their part. They didn't contribute, etc. cetera. Uh, really, the truth is that if you zoom out, uh, it very well could be that some of the things that you did by not following up with them or not collaborating with them is what caused the problem. But yet you're projecting and blaming them. Or you might walk out of there and you might go home and tell your loved ones, you know, my boss is a jerk. He blames me for everything. Whereas the truth is that his... Calling you in and holding you accountable was really justified. So projection is something that we do in order to defend ourselves, but at the cost of often repressing or denying reality. And this is where it gets really tricky because there are times that, that uh, it is appropriate and there are times that people really are hurting us and need to be, uh, that needs to be acknowledged. Um, but at the same time, there, is, there are many times that our brain is just wired to defend itself um, and so therefore we end up not doing it. Uh, not acknowledging the, the blame that we hold responsibility for. Uh, there are a number of earlier sources and uh, perhaps precursors to Freud, but one of the most interesting things that I find as uh, the source of this is actually the Talmud Bavli, the Jewish uh, Talmud, which was written in about 500 uh, AD. And there it actually says uh, the Hebrew words are "Mum shabacha al tomar which translates as, "Do not taunt your friend." About a blemish you yourself have. So a simple understanding is that, you know, if you call your friend impatient or nasty, don't taunt him about that if you yourself are that. But there's a deeper meaning to that, uh, which really ties into projection and a deeper level of projection, which is really the blemish that you have inside you, don't project it onto your friend because you're seeing it in him because you have it. And uh, so let me explain to you some of the damage that that, uh, projection does. And again, my most elementary aspects about projection is that it exactly is that. It's a defense mechanism in order to protect our ego from being hurt. But more importantly, it's a defense mechanism because we always want to look at ourselves in a positive way. And indeed, it's important for us to see ourselves as positive, productive members of society that are overall good. And we know that there's many psychological mechanisms that uh, that cause us to view our own behaviors in a more uh, gentle way and dignified, and uh, less judgmental manner of acceptance and justification, whereas we tend to look at other people with more scrutiny and blame. And that's just a normal thing. But the problem with projection is that it causes a lot of havoc in our lives. So some of the projection that we see is victim blaming. So for example, we say, um, well, that person, it's it's his fault that I yelled at him because he acted that way. So really, you're projecting on him uh, the negative thing that you did. Or a uh, projection of marital guilt is a very common one, where, for example, the woman says, uh, yes, I, I was unfaithful, but it's your fault because you don't give me attention. Or yes, I acted that way, but it's her fault because she doesn't uh, treat me well. And this is a very, very negative thing. Another example of projection is bullying. Often bullying might project their own feelings of vulnerability onto their targets. And they might say, um, well, hey, they were looking at me funny and therefore I had to beat them up. Um, Or they might say, well, they're nasty people, so I had to beat them up. But really, uh, the bully feels empty inside, and that is prompting his or her behaviors. Um, Projection of general guilt oftentimes will say, you know, that country is acting negative, and that's why we had to attack. Um, And there's also positive ways of projection, projection of hope. Uh, Actually, one of the most important elements of therapy is the projection of hope that the client uh, gets from the therapist. The therapist shares that hope with the client, um, which is really, really important. Overall, projection is a negative thing because it blinds us. Now, one of the things that, one of the big mechanisms that we have to understand, aside from it being a defense mechanism, it's not just a defense mechanism for our ego that we don't hurt ourselves. It's also a protective measure defense mechanism, meaning that if, for example, um, say you have a mother who is abusive, and uh, every time her son says something, he, uh, and, and I'm actually describing someone that I worked with many, many years ago, uh, every time the son says something, she smacks him. Uh, if she doesn't approve of what he's saying. So what ends up happening is that uh, the second he sees her hand going towards his face, he already knows he's going to get slapped. So he jumps back. Um, And and so his brain has been wired, you might say, uh, you know, behaviorally trained uh, with stimulus and response that he already knows what's coming his way. And so our brain is trained to pick up patterns. When we see certain things happening, we already know that we're going to get hurt and therefore we protect ourselves. Well, a lot of projection takes place where, where I was one time at an HR meeting and the boss was strict, but I didn't think that he was inappropriate or or harsh. But the way that the employee described it was, when they spoke to me later, was that he was so mean and vindictive and nasty and angry. Um, and the general consensus in the room was that that was not the case. Now, it doesn't mean that this person's right and this person's wrong and I'm right, but once I started exploring with this person, you know, how many wrongs had happened in their life and how everyone always treats him this way and how he's always being yelled at and he's always being blamed. And then we were able to zoom out. He himself recognized clearly by the end of our literally 20-minute conversation that, you know what, he wasn't being nasty and he wasn't being mean. I was just being triggered and I was just assuming that I was being berated and that I was in danger of losing my job, which was not at all the case. And so that awareness that he started to have was, you know what, my brain is wired to protect me, but in this case it's actually being hypervigilant and it's actually not protecting me. And so... I'm going to give you four ways to help you get rid of some of the projection and just be more aware of it because projection is a blind spot. Like I spoke about last week, uh, these negative thought processes are blind spots. And once you can be aware of it, it's amazing how much insight you could have about projection. And projection destroys relationships and it destroys friendships. It destroys marriages because you're projecting your negative fears into the spouse and this spouse is just becoming the proxy to bring it out. And, let's, and, and Mago Therapy is all about that, but let's talk a little bit about this. Uh, one at a time. Okay, so four ways to overcome projection. One of them is to recognize that it's an ego defense, and therefore accept your own imperfection. Be okay with yourself. You know what? There are imperfections about you and I, and it's okay. I'm allowed to be imperfect. Either I'm going to, I'm always going to start accepting that, and then we'll see. Could I fix that imperfection, that laziness, or that that trait that I have that I'm not treating people the way I want to be treating, or I'm not acting the way I want to be uh, behaving? Or is it something that you know? Listen, these are there's different opinions about this matter, and this is my style, and it's okay. So just accept I'm imperfect, and once you do that, then some of the defenses will automatically fall away. Number two, make a list of your top three positive beliefs in life. Um, hey, I'm articulate. I'm smart, I'm thoughtful, I'm caring, I'm loving. Make a list of those things because you'll see that oftentimes you're just acting thematically in the positive, which is very good. Positive begets more positive. And make a list of your top three negative fears and worries and lower voices because you'll see that those are always coming up. I'm always left out like that person. I'm always berated. I'm always put down. I'm always disrespected. If you start making a list of that, you'll start to notice that, hey, you know, these thematic things are happening to me over and over again. But then as you start to realize more and more, that the truth is that you know people are not necessarily trying to hurt you personally it's just that they have their own agendas and their own selfish ways of dealing with things and it's landing on you that way but being aware of your three most positive qualities that you believe in in, in yourself and and are and, uh, recurring themes in your life being aware of the three negative ones can be very very powerful and enlightening Number three, be accountable to another human being, whether a therapist, mentor, or someone else, because they could often see the biases that you and I don't have. Um, you know, when we have our own bias, we might think that we're justified in what we do because that's what our brain does. It tries to justify our behaviors. That's why it's so hard to say, I'm sorry, uh, in the heat of the moment, especially. But if you could be accountable to someone else, you could talk things through, like this person in the in the workplace that I described spo- spoke to me because I was his manager, I was able to help him navigate that. And number four, practice seeing things as they are, just look curiously at things and say, you know, maybe I'm not seeing this correctly. Maybe this person wasn't trying to offend me. Maybe that action was not against me. And it's amazing what could happen. Projection is really, really damaging. Like I said, especially in relationships, the negative beliefs that a person brings into their relationships about how relationships are and how our loved ones and our attachment style is one of pain and suffering sometimes ends up uh, giving the spouse a job as a proxy. And if you could call that out, which is what Imago therapy is all about, and just say, you know, I'm, I'm just assuming that you're hurting me the same way my mother hurt me, same way my father hurt me, and you could actually be vulnerable and express that to your spouse who learns how to accept it and respect that and lovingly and compassionately understand it, you could really effectively change the entire dynamic of your relationship. And most importantly, you could heal a lot of your pain. So I hope that you could recognize the importance of uh, dealing with projection and how damaging it can be and not allowing it to ruin your life by using these four techniques and of course, if you need more help, there's you can certainly reach out, and I'll be happy to talk to you about it. It's a fascinating and deep topic, and I hope that I've shed some light on this matter to be able to help you more objectively go through life and feel good about yourself. Thanks for joining us. Don't forget to Mind Your Mind. For more practical ideas and to make sure you never miss an episode, visit us at MindYourMindOnline.com.